back to Arts for All Kentucky Stories. This program is made possible by the Kentucky Department of Education, Office for Special Education and Early Learning, and the Kentucky Arts Council. This episode features Heather and Sarah Kessler. Heather is Sarah's mom, and Sarah has been involved in Arts for All Kentucky programming as long as she can remember, and is super excited to share her experiences with you. Let's take a listen. I am Heather Kessler, and I'm Sarah's mom. Um, I am also a teacher. I have taught elementary school and middle school English, and I'm also a yoga teacher, just in case that interests anybody. And Sarah is here with me today, and I will let her introduce herself. I'm Sarah Kessler. Sarah, there's something really interesting about you that people would like to know. Do you know what it is? It involves your sister. And I'm a twin. I was told that you're a twin. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a twin. An identical twin. An identical twin. Do, do people get you mixed up a lot? I'll take the laugh as a yes. <laughs> if we're walking around together, then yeah. Obviously, the, the program is... Uh, called Arts for All Stories. So we're kind of talking about Arts for All as an organization, your exposure to it and, you know, what it's done for you and for her and and what that's been like. So if you can go back, what was your very first exposure as a family to Arts for All? Or maybe you had exposure even prior to that. Um, wow. That, I would have to go back a, a way. Sarah is 18 now and she'll she's finishing her junior year And she has participated in the Arts for All program since she was, you may have to help me, Sarah, I think, because I may be wrong. I feel like you were maybe seven or eight. So I'd say we're maybe coming up on 10 years of art. Do you think that sounds right? I think so. Yes. And I will add that it's been particularly interesting to watch her be part of this program because Sarah um, is not easily convinced to just join in and participate in activities all the time. Would you say that's fair to say? Fair, but Emily also started doing this. Emily did start And out. then abandoned me. I was like, well. But then I <laughs> continued doing it anyway. I was like, well. Well, there's got to be a reason that you kept doing it. What do you What do you like about being involved with Arts for All? What's, what's fun about it? I just really like color, so just playing around with it. They do stuff with clay and just many, many things. That's great. So do you remember what what was that programming um, called at that point? Was it, you were talking to Lair before about, was it uh, side by side still at that point? Yes. And so how does that, for those who don't know, how does that side by side program like work from your understanding? Um, the side by side program is what, you know, Sarah has participated in for so long. And it's really And especially as a teacher, I guess I appreciate it from the angle of a mother and from the teacher perspective, because she has the opportunity to work on her own art piece and do, you know, a variety, as she said, you know, maybe some painting one week, maybe some clay um, or something. And then it kind of culminates with she gets to do this project with, you know, a practicing artist. They do it side by side, hence the name. And she has had an opportunity to produce some really, you know, nice pieces and meet a lot of people, people that maybe I had already known through teaching or maybe we already knew them through the community, but she got to kind of develop a relationship with them and 
you know, we may have known him, but not necessarily Sarah, or she's met artists over the years that, you know, we didn't know. So it's been a brand new kind of experience for all of us. But, you know, having the opportunity to do all of that and then have a finished piece that, you know, we have we have many hanging in our house and our <laughs> dining room is the whole wall is pretty much that, right? Um, so that that is the the side by side, you know, I, I think it's particularly a pleasing thing because you do get to kind of wrap up with, you know, somebody who is a professional and somebody who can show her some, you know, tips. She's had time to practice on her own, but then at the end, you know, I think, haven't you learned quite a bit from your artist when they come in to help you with the side-by-side uh -huh. -side part of it? Help you grow as an artist that way? I'm sure you've definitely gotten better since you were, well, you said started when she was eight. I think that's that right. That might not even be correct. Yeah, and she's right. pretty tiny. You might have even been a little younger. You were pretty tiny. I agree. I was thinking maybe third grade-ish. And she's right. Her twin sister did start out um, in the program with her. <laughs> and I don't know that abandon has the best connotation, maybe. She didn't but... tell me why she stopped is all I'm trying to say here. Well, it sounds like she shouldn't have stopped. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd asked her one day and she's like, eh. I was like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Meanwhile, you continue to come home with new art to put on the wall <laughs> and to right. continue filling the wall. Maybe eventually <laughs> she'll feel that pressure to be like, well, I want some of my stuff on the wall uh, and, and jump in there and, and, and be a part of that. So over that time, since you were since you were tiny, um, you've had the opportunity to do a lot of a lot of making art. So has your have you started to enjoy that more over time as you've gotten maybe better at certain techniques? Cause these, these paintings that you have here look really, really nice. Um, and definitely wouldn't, I don't think you did that on like the very first day. Um, so it's, it's allowed you to get better. Right. And those paintings are, those are some of your more recent, right? Yeah. Like those the, are more recent. Yeah. Like the last few times that she participated. So yes, your skills have developed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So what is what is art like being being able to do this? What does that mean to you? Like, are you, um, you know, do you go to a special place when you're doing art? Does it allow you to like, express yourself in a different way? Why, why have you done it for so long? More than 10 years, it sounds like. Uh, it depends on the type of art. What's your favorite? What which type of art is your favorite? Mm, probably painting. And what is it about painting that you like the most? Usually, just like mixing colors mm -hmm. to find new ones. So all about colors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great. And and for you, what has it been like to kind of? does she light up in a different way when she's engaging in these art projects or talking about them or showing them off or after a side by side, you know, is it make a kind of a market change you know, or difference? It does, but probably not in that way. Um, as much, I would say that one thing that it does for her, and I talk with my students about this because I like art a lot myself. So with my teaching, if I can incorporate art, I try and do that as much as I can. And I talk about with them kind of the aspect of mindfulness that goes along with art and Sarah over the years 
and still has dealt with so much anxiety, a lot of it related to her health issues, but just constantly, you know, she has been plagued with this anxiety. And I feel like, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but when she is involved in the art and in the process of making art, as will be true for a lot of people, I think that that's a time when you get the freedom to kind of relax and some of the just daily things that are constantly on your mind, maybe some of the anxiety that goes with that, you know, it kind of lets you forget about that for a while when you're making art. Do you agree? What do mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, I agree with that. I, most of the other kids are fellow introverts. Fellow introverts? I can say that. Yeah, they're pretty quiet. I was like, okay, I'll look at what you're doing, but I get a feeling that you're not wanting to talk. Okay. <laughs> People do say art is the introvert's activity generally, and that... Um, you know, I'm I consider myself more more of an extrovert and a very talkative person. But um, one of the themes through every episode of this podcast has been like art as a language and kind of as a way to um, express yourself. So it's it's the form that maybe the introvert turns into their extroverted extroverted message when they're doing that. I can like. say that I have seen that quite a bit, too. And like I said, I love art. I'm not introverted, but I do en- enjoy art quite a bit. But the the really interesting thing about art, I think, and maybe you've seen this too, you said art education, I think you mentioned mm-hmm. for yourself. But in a classroom, when I taught younger kids and I was physically in a classroom space, the quietest time of the day would be when I introduced the art project and everybody started working on it. There might be a little bit of, well, I can't make it look like that. Or I can't, you know, a few questions at the beginning. But overall, if you want to see a really calm, relaxed, kind of quiet chill classroom vibe it would be when we you know we're creating art Mm -hmm. so are you uh, an art teacher or what subject do you primarily teach um it depends on what grade i'm teaching i'm not i i think i would have enjoyed being an art teacher i i've said that even you know even recently i said oh I kind of wish I was an art teacher, but I am actually an English teacher if I'm teaching middle school and in elementary school, you pretty much, you know, teach all subjects, uh, social studies and math and reading, whatever, you know, I need to teach. But I guess for the most part, I would be an English teacher. So it sounds like with, you know, there, there's in education seems to be a pretty heavy focus on like that STEM. So your science, technology, English, math, um, but there's like an increasing push for steam and putting the A in there mm-hmm. for art. So it seems like you've made a concerted effort to in, insert the arts into what you're doing. And why is that? Why do you think that's important? Um, yeah, I do, actually. I think, well, I think it's really important because I have, I'm kind of old, you know, I've been in teaching for a while and it's changed tremendously um, as far as engagement because engaging students now is a little more challenging, I think, because they're used to being in front of computer screens and games and things that, you know, keep them entertained constantly. So when you're going to teach them something in a classroom, you know, I'm all, and and it's just my nature too. I think if I'm going to teach, you know, these students in front of me something, then it's going to have to be interesting to me and engaging for me. How would I expect them to be interested in it? And one thing that seems to be universally appealing is art. So if I can take whatever I'm teaching and, make it, you know, have, I like to give students choices, you know, if I'm given an activity and can give a choice, I do. And pretty much if I give a choice that involves, you know, drawing or any kind of visual art, you know, option, it's usually quite popular and it usually raises the engagement too. So I do make a, you know, a conscious effort to include it. That's great. So let's pivot a little bit and talk about these paintings here. Uh, Sarah, that you've got, do you, do you want to, um, which, which one would you want to talk about first? 
Is that a giraffe on that one on the right? Mm-hmm. All right. What did what did you pick a giraffe for? Do you like giraffes? <laughs> I'm just curious. My my fiance is like absolutely like obsessed with giraffes. She's got like pictures of them everywhere. I'm like I'm not I'm not joking. This isn't just making conversation. Like, this is <laughs> this is a for real thing. So that that one seems to you, you talked a lot about color, Sarah. What talk about the colors in the in the giraffe there? They're very bright. So they're very like neon colors almost. We just randomly decided to make it be out in nature. So I guess it's just I don't know. Just gravitate toward pinks and purples easier than the rest, I guess. So did you know at the beginning that you were going to make a giraffe in nature or what 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 did you start with cuz it's kind of hard when you look at a painting well, to know where you start She just suggested it and I was like well why not And then the whole nature part came in That's great. So for nature you put a couple things in there for nature. What are those? It's kind of hard to see from this angle. There's a butterfly and some flowers and the sun and so did you do that as part of the side-by-side or at home? Side-by-side. Gotcha. How long did that take? I'm not too sure exactly. Yeah, is that one is that one relatively recent? Yeah, I like the pink and purple in there a lot. It's really cool. Oh, it says friends on the back. And it's about two, is that about two years ago, Sarah? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Mm -hmm. And you see the inspiration there, right? Well, the inspiration here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) So for those who are listening, because this is all an audio thing, uh, Sarah's currently holding a stuffed animal that looks very akin to this giraffe, like almost dead on, uh, very similar. But is that is that stuffed animal a giraffe or it looks a little more like a lamb? Like it's a giraffe. It is a giraffe. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Very special giraffe. You were just sitting the painting over here right next to the <laughs> stuffed animal. And you're like, do you see any similarities? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I will jump in and say that from my perspective with her, you know, over the years she has dealt with, as I mentioned earlier, quite a few health issues that just flare up occasionally. You know, Mm -hmm. she most of the time is fine, but she has not been a kid who's been interested in sports or, you know, (laughs) laugh when I say that. Yes, Your kids in general don't care about that. That's true. None of my children are very interested in sports. That's a good point. But any extracurricular things that you might think of kids normally doing, we're not either, you know, not either going to be a real viable option for her or something that she was very interested in. But over all these years, the one consistent, you know, thing that she has found interest in is the art. And it's been so nice to have that as the option, you know, knowing that there's this one thing that she's really kind of zoned in on that she's going to do, even when she might not feel like getting out to do other things, that's been one that she's, you know, always been interested in and happy to participate in. And we've been thankful for that. 
it's definitely you know something worth being thankful for and i think that the activities that um even you know an individual child chooses the family generally is part of it in, in one way or another especially you and coordinating and taking places and all of that sort of stuff so obviously it's something that you all have deemed as extremely worthwhile um so what is it that keeps you all you know coming back um well, right, we have. I mean, obviously we've made time for it and, and it is worthwhile. And I think that in the bigger picture of our family, we're, you know, families are kind of, maybe they tend to lean one way toward athletics or toward, you know, acting or whatever it may be. And although I have four, she's three siblings. So there are four kids in our family. Um, and they've tried a variety of things, but overall I'd say we're a family who, um, it's pretty artsy. We appreciate art. We have a lot of local art in our house. Um, music is a big thing in our house too. So we're kind of tend in that direction maybe. That's just kind of where our interests lie. But also, especially as she started this younger, her health was such a huge thing that there were not, you know, I really analyzed things closely before I would take her somewhere and drop her off. And knowing that they were going to not only offer her an activity that was, you know, something she would enjoy doing and meaningful, but also in an environment that I felt comfortable, you know, leaving her in with people that I, you know, would trust to take care of her. If I'm honest, that's, you know, was a big part of it as she was, when she was younger, especially, um, you know, that was something that we took into consideration and just the exposure, you know, to develop the interest in something that seemed so meaningful to her to have that option here and to have it right in town and, you know, with people who were willing to donate their time. I think that's always been an impressive part of it. Um, you know, not only just the, you know, Delaire and running the show, you know, running the program itself, but also securing the artists who are willing to donate their time to work with um, the students. I think it's just a phenomenal, you know, opportunity that we were happy to take advantage of. Sarah, it sounds like your twin sister is missing out on quite a lot. <laughs> what would you what would what would you say she's missing out on now that she's, you know, left left the side by side and uh, the art stuff to you? Just a lot of conversation just whenever you're making the art. Like the piece over there, we were just talking the entire time. Well, so it's, it's allowed you to meet a lot of people that you probably wouldn't have met without it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just... Well, I would just say again that I'm really, you know, happy to do anything I can to help promote it because it has been such a meaningful experience and we do appreciate it so much, even though, you know, maybe we take it for granted sometimes, like stopping to really think about it more now is it's a good experience for me, too, because I'm like, wow, it really has played probably a bigger role than maybe I have realized, you know, when I stopped to think about it. And I think that just the even though I tried to do a lot of art at home and I always have since I were little, but I think the fact that she was able to do it has, you know, opened up different opportunities just in at home, things we might do um, with arts. And I'm, I'm looking at your tie dye t-shirt, you know, and she was, she's not always, I guess most teens with their moms are not always gung ho to jump into whatever summer activity, you know, I might have, but I'm like, Hey, you know, we should want a tie dye. And, she was very into that. We've done it more than once. And I don't know that, you know, these other interests in art would have necessarily developed to the same extent, you know, if she hadn't 
have had this along the way. I don't think I could have done it alone, Sarah. Could I? Probably not. It is fun. Thank you all again for coming back to Arts for All Kentucky Stories to hear the great perspectives of those working with our exceptional students and those with disabilities to bring them arts opportunities. Uh, Again, we'd like to thank the Kentucky Department of Education Officer Special Education and Early Learning and the Kentucky Arts Council. Follow Arts for All Kentucky on Facebook in order to keep up to date with new podcast releases. We release on the last Thursday of every month. Stay tuned.